everyone, welcome to the Thought Bubble Podcast. My name is Laura Swanson. I am a an MSW student uh, graduating in May 2020. There are a few differences in today's podcast. It's very spur of the moment, last minute, not a lot of planning. Because I wanted to put something out about the coronavirus and different adjustments in terms of grad school and how that is impacting field education, um, grad school requirements, um, and also adjusting to now doing teletherapy and doing a lot of services remotely. So basically, I first want to preface this with saying, I mean, initially my podcasts are very beginner level because I'm a beginner at this. Um, but even more so in this case, because I am currently at my parents' house in upstate New York. And I don't have the equipment that I usually have with me because what happened was I was on spring break for school. Um, I came home because I'm from New York City and I came home before all of this started happening with coronavirus before New York City really started taking hits. Um, And then what ended up happening was my school extended spring break. All my classes were pushed online and I was basically just, I think it's best for me to stay where I am instead of go back to New York City, you know, so I've been social distancing, I've been quarantining myself, there was um, the New York State Health Department, I believe, put out kind of just a little warning that if you were recently in New York City to quarantine yourself for 14 days, so at the end of this week I'll be done with that. Um, but basically what happened was I was not anticipating being here (laughs) at my parents' house for this long. I'm not sure how long I will be here. It might be a few weeks. Who knows? Um, I do hope to go back to New York City at some point because that's where my life is (laughs) and my apartment. Paying rent, not even to be there. Um, but I just want to let you guys know that a lot of these adjustments have come and I haven't really been prepared, right? Um, I'm staying in my parents' home with the things I brought for myself to last one week, so there are some things I've had to adjust on. So, um, as I kind of stated earlier, spring break was extended, so my classes restart tomorrow, actually. I don't have classes on Thursdays, I have classes on Tuesdays, so my classes still don't even start until next week. Um, I also have my field placement. I am interning at a outpatient mental health clinic. I do psychotherapy with kids and adults. We basically do it all. Um, And I also run a parent support group. So basically what happened was, I mean, there's been many confusing things going on. Um, I'm in New York State, right? I go to school in New York City. Um, So these are the changes that I know that have applied to my specific school um, in New York City. So Basically, we were informed at first that our field placements were temporarily suspended. So that was the Tuesday and Thursday before spring break, which started on March 16th. Um, So we had an early spring break, and it was very last minute. So I didn't even have the opportunity to tell my clients what was happening. Um, It was very much the next day I had to call the office and be like, cancel the 10 clients I have today. I'm not allowed to be coming in. Like, it was mandatory, you cannot go in. So, obviously, a lot of things are happening very fast, but I do wish 
they had given us just a day to kind of get things situated and at least contact our clients to inform them of what was going on. Um, then we had spring break. Spring break ended um, this past Monday. Um, and then Monday was my first day back at my internship. Um, everything is being done remotely. There are a lot of schools. I know NYU, um, they did a full suspension of their internships going the rest of the semester. I found out during spring break that my school decided to do that as well. So for the rest of the semester, I will not be allowed to go back into the office. I will have to complete all of my hours remotely. Um, I do think I'm very blessed to say that I'm still able to complete my hours. Um, my supervisor had absolutely no concerns or issues with me, you know, working with clients from home. But what are some of the concerns that pop up there for me? Um, a big one is confidentiality, right? So I'm in my parents' home. Um, they have, I guess, like a one-story house, small house out in the country, uh, which is very nice. And a few years ago, when I was younger, they built a room into the attic to, because for me and my sisters, we each wanted our own space. Um, so they did like an attic renovation to have a bedroom in in the attic um so that's kind of where i'm staying um but in terms of like soundproofing on all and all of that it's not very effective um and as a person who's in psychotherapy you know it, doing therapy with clients it's very important that you do your best to ensure confidentiality um i know during this time a lot of people are working from home a lot of remote work is being done, um, and so it's very difficult to ensure that HIPAA is being maintained as best as you can. Um, what I've done so far to ensure that my client's privacy and confidential confidentiality is kept um, is to just inform all of my family members um, when I will be in my room working with clients. Um, so basically that means is during that time, they're really not even allowed to come around the stairs just for, like, a barrier of confidentiality. I also have a sign at the bottom of the stairs, at my door, and make sure everyone knows, hey, this is what's going on. I'm going to be in my room from this time to this time. I'll be meeting with clients from here to here. Please try to avoid this area. My door will be closed. I also have pillows in front of my door. Um, and so I'm doing my best in that regard. Um, I've also, you need to get permission from your clients if you're going to be doing teletherapy, um, because honestly, that was my only option at this point, and also the clinic that I'm interning at, no mental health clinicians are allowed on site at this time either, so it's not just me, which makes me feel kind of good, but all therapists on site are um, being told to work from home, so in a fun turn of events, um, we now have are becoming experts in teletherapy, which it's a hard time, it's a difficult time, but what a fun skill to add to your resume um, if you didn't have that already. I've never done teletherapy before, I didn't really know the ins and outs of it, and now I can say that I gained that skill. Um, so in terms of confidentiality, those have been my struggles, but I'm also trying to find the silver lining. Um, another thing I want to mention is 
in terms of conducting my internship and field placement work remotely is it's so important to maintain a routine. My first week back, it was a little weird because it was spring break, um, but I was also very much involved in the news and staying updated with my school, so it didn't really feel like a break. Um, my root sleep routine has also been like insanely just crazy. I haven't been going to sleep until like 3 o'clock in the morning um, over spring break, and then I wasn't waking up until noon, but now that I'm kind of back at school, it's like man, I have all the responsibilities, all the busyness and stress, but for some reason in my brain it was like, just because I'm doing it remotely, it felt like, (laughs) it still felt like low-key a vacation. Um, So it kind of took me a minute to adjust to the fact that, hey, I'm back at this, this is like full-fledged internship, work-study, coursework, like we're back at school, it just feels different because it's from my home and from my computer. So those have been some adjustments. Some things I found that have been very beneficial is truly to stick to a routine and like stick to it strongly. Um, Be strict with yourself. But also, this is going to sound kind of crazy. You want to be strict with yourself so you maintain a routine and, you know, you can try to get as much work as you can done. I also want to preface this with saying like, I'm a 22-year-old grad student. I don't have any children. Um... I'm not married. My boyfriend lives in New Jersey, close to the city. Um, I'm from from a very supportive family. I have my work study that I'm doing remotely, but other than that, in terms of finances, I'm not, like, that's not a stress for me. So I'm very privileged in this circumstance with the fact that I don't have the additional stressors that many other people have when they work from home. Um, So that's something also to remember is... um, my perspective is very much coming from that of a place of privilege. Um, I don't have to make adjustments for if I'm also homeschooling my children. That's not a thing for me. Um, I don't have any of those stressors of really a lot of like house stuff, running errands, groceries, or anything because I'm staying with my parents during this time. Once I go back to New York City, that'll be a different story. Um, but in terms of maintaining a routine, do your best that you can to stay in that work mode, to stay in that mode, but also understand that this is a wonderful time and a wonderful opportunity to take it easy, to spend more time with your kids when you get the opportunity, and to do those things that maybe you haven't been able to do. I know it's been a very enlightening experience for me in the sense that I am now stuck at my parents' house upstate. Um, and before I moved in July 2019 to New York City, I left uh, some belongings here that I just wasn't able to move with me, which included a lot of books, a lot of scrapbooking. All of the books I brought with me were about crime and social work and psychology, and all the books that I left here were more fiction-based, um, historical, non-fiction, and different things like that that I enjoyed reading, um that now I'm kind of stuck with here. So it's almost like I've been given the opportunity to explore old hobbies. I've been given the time to kind of just be in a very rural area in the peace and quiet instead of New York City. And so I'm really trying to take advantage of that while I can before I go back. So definitely try to spin a perspective on this that also makes this a time of blessing and a time of peace and renewal for you. 
um, in spite of the fact that there's so much stress going on, there's so many adjustments, um, and there's a lot of different concerns in many areas of life, financially, physical health, mental health, there are a lot of stresses right now, but trying to find that silver lining and trying to shift your perspective to understand that this is a wonderful time to try those new hobbies or to reinstill old hobbies, you know, to try going for a walk, you know, have a family dinner, spend more time with your kids, um, you know, do what you need to do to take care of yourself during this time as well, because this is also an, a time when it's so much more needed, right, where we are in a pandemic, we are in worldwide stress and anxiety, and so now, more than ever, it's extremely important to do those things that make us feel happy and give us joy, um, that make us feel like we have connection with others, that give us purpose and meaning outside of work. So, um, this is just a short little podcast today. I did also want to say, in terms of field work, so there have been many adjustments. I've, like I said earlier, I've never done teletherapy before, so this is a new realm for me. Um, I have some child clients, adolescents, adults, kind of work with everybody across the board. Um, some clients prefer just talking on the phone rather than doing video chat. In terms of video chat, we usually just do a Zoom call. There are other services as well, like Doxy, um, Google Hangout, different things like that that you can use for teletherapy as well. Um, I don't want my clients at the clinic to have my personal cell phone number, so I was I have been using Google Voice, and so that provides you with an alternative cell phone number. It still comes to my phone, but I can always like delete it and like end my account once I'm done or once this period is over, so that way they don't have my personal information. Um, some agencies are different. Sometimes clients have personal cell phones. So just to kind of sum up today, another thing I wanted to say was the Council of Social Work Education also made some changes and reduced the number of required field placement hours for undergrad and graduate social work students. Um, I don't really think it applies to me. It was they stated very strangely, but I'm sure your educational institutions will get back to you on what that means for your education. It doesn't really change for me at all. I'm advanced standing, and there weren't really specifications for that. I need 600 hours, and um, the Council of Social Work Education really only specified what it was for undergraduate students and like master's level students who were completing, I don't know, like 800 or 900 hours. Um, I do know something that they did say was they kind of reduced it. So if you complete 85% of the required hours, then you're kind of all set to go. Definitely check in with your educational institutions about that and how, what that will look like for your, um, practice and your internship going forward. Uh, I know this is a difficult time for everybody, adjusting to teletherapy, remote work, doing everything from home. Just remember that we will get through this together as mental health professionals and social workers and therapists. Um, we are often always checking in with other people. Um, we always have to bear the stress and the concerns of others. Um, during this time especially, I mean, we're doing great work and we're doing good work, but remember to check in with yourself. And remember that 
um, during this time, use it to your advantage um, as most you can for self-care and for your own mental health. We have draining jobs. We do tough work. It's wonderful. It's rewarding. I enjoy it so much and it's my passion, but it can be very tough. So just remember every day that this is a greater opportunity while we're stuck at home, well, maybe we're not allowed to interact with clients face-to-face. Um, we can use this time, this scary, anxiety-provoking time, for our own mental health, for our own self-care, and to do the things that we once did but gave up or don't have time for anymore. So just remember that we will get through this together. It is difficult, but as social workers, we support each other, we support others, and we will get through this strongly. We will end um, social work month fabulously. We'll end it strong and supporting each other, and we will get through this. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to the Thought Bubble podcast. As always, check out my Instagram, Etsy, Facebook, Twitter, everything. Uh, all the links are provided on my Buzzsprout website page. Um, and that's it. Stay safe, wash your hands, and do some self-care. Bye.